gorgeous gem beauties welcome back to connecting the dots with d how is everyone it is a gorgeous sunday morning it is so beautiful outside the weather is just perfect spring weather in florida it is so beautiful out I apologize, my voice seems a little bit raspy. I haven't been feeling that great. (sighs) I do suffer from um, chronic anemia. I've had it since I was a baby. And if I don't take my iron properly and regularly, and my vitamins, and eat lots of fibers, I just, I fall back hard. So... This body lets me know, uh, knock, knock, hello, you know, you need to take care of your nutrition, I'm not feeling well, no joke, so, yeah, so that's the raspy voice, I apologize, I tried to gargle with salt and water, I had some hot tea, just, it's, it's gonna be like this for a few days until I get back on track. So I kept kicking back and forth on what exactly I wanted to talk about today. And narcissists kept coming up. So that's what I want to touch base on. I want to touch base on narcissism. And when I pulled my angel cards today, I pulled a card. And the card was Queen of Air. When I looked her up, it literally described me to the T. It says that I'm an analytical thinker, that I like um, I like to make sure I get things right. I rarely jump to any conclusions and I like to be knowledgeable. So I step back, I figure it out um, with resources and and I tend to pick facts that I think make sense and then I come up with a decision it also said that I I can tend to be a little bit cold because I'm an analytical thinker so I don't show empathy at times if I think that your feelings are kind of hmm I don't want to say on the track because listen there are feelings if your feelings are hurting you destroying you you know there's a difference when we hurt from pain and when it destroys us if I feel that it's destroying you and you're explaining to me on why it's destroying you and I feel that they're not facts on why you're feeling that way they're your emotions I would bring back facts on why you shouldn't feel that way and that can tend to seem like I'm not empathizing with you so I I get that part of it does make sense and that is me you know sometimes it seems I've heard many times in life you just don't understand me and it seems like you don't care it's never that. I, I tend to take everybody's feelings into perspective 
I sit down and figure it out. I kind of pull parts here and there. I'll look up resources on the right way to take care of things. Well, not the right way. The resources, you know, the studies that they've done and ways that, you know, I guess however they came up with the assumptions of how it should be done. And then I'll take those and just come up with my analytical thinking way. And that's, that's who I am. So anyway, I guess there's those. And then we have, we have so many different types of people. I wanted to speak about narcissism today. And the reason why I brought up that card is because I needed confirmation on should I speak about narcissism and the queen of air came up and because it explained me, I kind of felt like that was confirmation to speak about narcissism because it was based on personality, right? That was my confirmation. I pulled a personality card. So I, I ran with the narcissism. So I, 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 you know, scrolled through internet and I see a lot of like narcissism is like, it's the number one word now to describe negative thinking. And, you know, it's so easy to say, oh, you're a negative thinker, you're narcissistic. It's so easy. Like the word bipolar was the number one word a few years back, right? Oh, she's so up and down. He's so up and down. He's bipolar. It was so easily used. And I wanted to touch base with narcissism because I don't think, I don't feel that everybody who's negative is narcissistic. That's not fair to the people that are going through some type of emotion or feeling that you can't make sense out of it because that's really what it is, right? If, if somebody comes to me and says to me, I'm feeling negative on this and I'm saying, why would you feel negative about that? Look at the positive side of it. And then they bring up another topic and they're seeing a negative side of it. And I'm saying, I, again, I see a positive side of that. Is it okay for them to walk away and me call them narcissistic? It's not fair. That's, it's not, I don't think we should clinically diagnose someone narcissistic if they're not clinically diagnosed narcissistic. That's us judging them, right? Based on whatever information they're bringing us. So I wanted to try and touch base on what exactly is narcissistic and why do people become narcissistic? Like we're not born in this world and then say, oh, hands up, I wanna be that person. Oh wait, what? Narcissistic is negative, self-centered, not reasonable to other people's feelings, doesn't show empathy in situations. Ooh, that's me. I definitely want to be narcissistic. I don't think anybody in this world would want to be narcissistic. So what makes them? Like, it's easy for us to look in right 
but the person that's going through it, let's try and understand that. Let's try and connect those dots today together. So if a narcissistic person is lack of empathy, self-centered, not reasonable in certain situations, let's break it down. Why? Why would they be that way? What makes you become a certain way? that would make the most sense out of it, right? Because if you're comfortable in that skin, under that skin, that's when the true colors come out, right? If, if, if we're comfortable being who we are, that's where we stay. And it's not that it, we're comfortable being mean. Because when I hear narcissist, I hear mean. That's my form of explaining it. It's not that, you know, they're comfortable being mean. It's just a comfortable feeling. You see what I'm saying? It's a comfortable emotion. Let me stay there. Because that feels right. It makes sense to me. their childhood let's try and see what could have possibly made them feel comfortable well maybe as a child maybe as a child they saw negativity in the home right maybe as a child wasn't flowing like air, like wind in the air. Maybe as a child, they weren't complimented. They weren't acknowledged on what they did right. Maybe, right? So now let's go from there. Because remember what I said in my last podcast, emotional baggage. So they they're not complimented they see negativity in the home their self-worth starts to break down little by little and now what happens they don't realize they have that emotional baggage because what did I just say they weren't acknowledged they weren't shown love they weren't shown appreciation It was very black and white at home. There was no gray. It was work, school, do the right things, get rewarded. Work, school, do the right things, get rewarded. And it kept going. And I don't mean rewarded emotionally. And then now they're leaving home. 
type of relationships are they going to choose? If negativity is their comfortability, it's all they know. What happens now when they go into a relationship? Maybe find the same type of people. Because if they find someone who shows love, who shows attention, who shows gratitude, who expresses empathy, that would be a difficult person for them to deal with, right? They wouldn't know how to handle that. And the reason why I bring that up is because I've been told that. I've been told because I showed love, because I showed empathy, because I showed So now they go into a relationship and same thing, no love. The beginning is great, you know, they, they're having their intercourse and it feels great feeling. They got a little bit of freedom away from their parents. Negative attention is love to them. Person not showing them appreciation is love to them. The person not showing gratitude is love to them. So now they have to speak. Now they have children. Now they have children. What happens when that child is calling for advice? So now, you see, I try to tell my children all the time that just because we're parents doesn't mean we're perfect. You know, don't let a title fool you. Just because you're entitled doesn't define perfection. We've all been through certain parts, certain situations, certain things that, you know, make us react a certain way, make us behave a certain way. We all do. So I tell them, you know, don't let my reactions or or something I say, or, or my behavior, or it, 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 I could make a mistake. Because, you know, different people become different through different situations. We don't all stay the same. We grow. So let's go back to the quote-unquote narcissistic person. So now they're comfortable you know, in that state of mind. They're comfortable being that because it's all they knew. It's all they knew. 
say they had, let's say they had five children. And five children are raised with this negativity. But they think it's right because it's all they know. And now somebody tells them, they fall in love. One child falls in love and tells them, your way is not the right way. What's going to happen? They're going to feel unloved. They're going to feel hurt. They're going to feel pain. They can't make sense out of it. What do you mean? Everything, everything I, I taught you, everything I showed you, you're trying to tell me now, it's not right. It, 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 it's, it, they can't make sense out of it. But wait, like, that's how I was raised. That's how I was taught. That's what I was showed. Do they want to be there? Or are we allowing them to be there? There's always one in a family to break it. There's always that one person who wants to change it all. There's always one. And I'm not trying to toot my horn, but I was that one. cousins by my family they said it cute they would say it really cute oh she's the bitch in the family be careful she's the bitch in the family imagine that I was the one who took abuse from my stepdad took abuse from my mom went through abuse relationships abusive I pulled back and I said hold on this is not right it's time for a change so what I'm saying to everyone who's listening if there is someone in your family someone anyone who has any type of quote-unquote narcissistic behavior trust me it's not that they mean to be there it's not that they want to be there they're not in this world to hurt us they don't want to hurt us but it's what they know it's all they were taught and they weren't taught to be mean let's correct them I'm talking about the negative comfortability. The negative comfortability. But Denora, we're adults and we need to take responsibility for ourselves. When does it become a time where as adults we say, 
it's our responsibility, it's not our parents' fault. I'll tell you when it's time. When you admit it. When you admit it, that's when it's time. When you admit that, you know what? This is what I knew. This is what happened as a child. I guess I, I let it ride into my adulthood. keep going and now I'm taking responsibility to change it because if you're not changing it you're still blaming your childhood even though you don't know it even though you don't know it if you walk and talk based on things you've learned as a child, you're still haven't grown. You still haven't grown. Listen, again, I'm saying no parents are perfect. We're all not perfect. But we all know right even though, even though our rights could be wrong and our wrongs could be rights, we still have to listen to other people's reactions, listen to their words, understand their pain. analytical thinker that's me and I figured that out today when I pulled my cards I'm a resource person I like to research I like facts but I always tell the person I understand you just give me time to figure this out I understand your pain Narcissists, quote unquote, narcissist people don't understand pain. They don't understand emotion. Oh, you're crying? Uh, 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 I'm out of here. I, I, I can't deal with this. I, I don't want to. I don't know. I'm getting anxiety. Figure it out. So if, quote unquote, a narcissist person doesn't know how to deal with pain, and then we hang up that phone or we walk away and we get angry, right? We get angry. They don't understand my pain. They can't feel what I'm feeling. someone we love 
to be this way? Where is our responsibility? Our unconditional love? Because that's what it is. If we're accepting them the way they are and we feel that that's not the way, we're just as bad. How can we just say, I title you as a narcissist. I'm going to choose or not choose to deal with you. That's my choice. What? What? Denora, you think I have time to change the world? That's not what I'm saying. It takes one paragraph. One paragraph. And then if you want to walk away, you can after that paragraph. But I can guarantee you, I can guarantee that once you write that paragraph or say that paragraph, you're going to get pulled back. You're going to get pulled back. They're going to want an explanation. Why did you write that? Why did you say that? Who, who told you that? Excuse me. Because trust me, understand, if you are dealing with a narcissist person and then you confront them over emotion, it's going to be somebody else's fault that you're doing that. Because if you allowed it for so many years and now you're trying to help them, they're going to see it like a pie slapped in their face. But if we broke the cycle, if one of us broke the cycle, we have to help them. They don't want to live in pain. You know how much energy that takes? I mean, I hate to use it as, as a dog, but it, I want to simplify it. So I'm going to use it as simplistic as I can. If we have a dog and we say, I have a dog, but I don't want the responsibility to train it. I don't want the responsibility to clean up after it. What's the point? So you have a dog and you don't give them, you know, um, commands sit, stay, and they don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. You know how much energy it is for that animal? You know how much energy when all you have to do is give a command and teach it? You can't teach old people new tricks, Denora. We all know that. I call bullshit. Okay? Because... There's so many things that we were told when we were younger, again, negative information that old people can't change. Then why do we go to church? Why do we want to get baptized? Why? Are you telling me that when we're 60 and when we're 70 and when we're 80, if we didn't learn this in our 20s, 30s, and 40s, 
God's not going to accept us, that that's it, we're doomed. I don't believe in God. Okay. Okay. So I won't use the God term. I will say again, you're going to tell me that in 60s, 70s, and 80s, that if we didn't change or learn something in our 20s, 30s, and 40s, then why do we Google stuff to learn? Why do we use resources to learn? If that's the case, you might as well stop working. You might as well stop wanting to know knowledge because if you can't change it, what's the point of the knowledge? If you found a job in your 70s, bagging in Publix, whatever it is, answering phone calls, working as a volunteer in the hospital, that's change. Your normal routine was getting up in the morning, lounging around, now there's change coming. Now there's new things you have to learn. You can learn that, right? Because it's benefiting your finances. So you're going to tell me you can't change emotional for the loved ones? I call bullshit. We were created to never stop thinking. That's why we have a brain. We were created to never stop thinking. So why do we take our brain and say, sorry, this is what I know. Time to stop thinking. Sorry, this is who I am. Time to stop growing. Accept me for who I am. Absolutely not. I tell my family all the time, I love constructive criticism. I love it. Bring it to me. If I cook a new recipe, I'm the first one to say, didn't come out right, guys. You can try it. Be honest. I don't think it came out right. I'm the first one. Be honest with me. Tell me what I did wrong. Help me do the right thing. Because I will never stop growing. I will never stop learning. I will never be perfect. But I am not who I am tomorrow who I was yesterday. There will be something new I learned tomorrow than what I learned yesterday. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to ourselves. If we're not the best us, friendships to fulfill our negativity negative emotions that we feel inside but if we're not living the best us guess where we're putting ourselves guess guys 
second. So now we meet a friend, a partner, a spouse. What do we do? If we're putting ourselves second, how do we want them to put us first? We are a mirror to who we are. We have to show people, excuse me, that we want to grow. And the biggest way to change any type of behavior, the biggest way to change any type of behavior, the biggest way to grow is by one word, humble. We have to humble ourselves. Because if we go in like a lion, we're going to be treated like a lion. When we see a lion, like a lion go in big and strong with that pride this is who I am rah 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 but guess who's going to be left in you guess no one so I don't want you guys walking in like a lion and being left alone Life is so precious. Life is so beautiful. Be humble. Learn. Love. We have our resources in front of us. Our loved ones. Friends that love us. Send messages out to people. self-centered do for someone without them asking it is the best reward for us it is the best feeling when you do something for someone without them asking so let's understand quote-unquote narcissist people. Let's understand their pain. Let's take responsibility in helping them. Let's take responsibility in loving them unconditionally. Because by walking away and not changing them, we're not loving them unconditionally. There's ways, guys. There's ways. There's so many beautiful ways to talk to people. Speak the word of love. Let's speak the word of love. Thank you guys for joining Connecting the Dots with Dee. I love you guys today, always, until the day I stop breathing.
well, be safe, and take care of you and everyone you love. Thank you for joining.